Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the Empire Rolls podcast. Well, it's been a kind of positive week for Reading, I think, despite the fact that we actually managed to lose to Derby last Friday. Felt like we watched a bit of a team, which was nice. Uh, last season felt very disjointed, but to help me talk about it this week, I've got Nath Sala. Hello, Paul. Hello. Uh, our other colleague who's here, who you'll introduce in a second. I don't want to <laughs> give it away. Mate. I appreciate you letting me do <laughs> that. Drum roll. Drum <laughs> yeah. roll anywhere. No. And uh, Jacob South Klein. Hello, everyone. I'm back from my podcast, Purgatory. It's been a while since I've been on the EPR podcast. Um, I believe the last time I was penciled in for the podcast, I overslept and missed it completely. I didn't want to bring so, it <laughs> uh, and that was obviously terrible because Paul was worried for my well-being. But I've made it out tonight, and let's make it a good one. Forty-five minutes of ram-packed Reading FC top-notch gossip. Yeah. Wow, that has set the bar very high. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope so. And my name is Paul Mann, and I will be hosting the show tonight. Or well, I might organise it, editor, head honcho. I don't know why. Anything you want to be. Mm, okay. <laughs> Within reason. That's a very, very big market. You've said that. And I don't want to broadcast that, maybe. <laughs> no, edit that out. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. are the Ron Gawley. What I do on the weekend on a bank holiday is up to me. <laughs> We're not divulging any details of your personal life. No, 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 not on this one, no. Not again. So, oh, no, definitely not, no. And the Derby match... What was your kind of just quickly your initial thoughts on how we go into more detail after? What do you think on it, Nath? Just I, quickly. I was very, very happy with the, with it overall. I was I thought it was a completely different um, level of effort from all the players to last season. Um, especially the home games last season were so lacklustre. It was on the verge of uh, just not going sometimes because mm. it was just so awful. Um, but the effort was there. Um, a lot of the players were performing a lot better. I mean... We'll get onto it later on, I'm sure. But players like Aluko looked like they were really giving their best. Um, Swift was running around a lot, um, so I can't really, I can't really fault any aspect of the game apart from, um, the, I mean, the goals that went in. Really, it's just a one, one was a mistake, one was a bit of lack, lack of uh, discipline and concentration at the end. So, yeah, definitely. Can I just say how much of a novelty and rarity it is for you to give faint praise to Sonny Aluko on this podcast? Thank you. That's, no. It's like, uh, you, let alone a changed team, you you're a changed later, man. Yeah. You wait for later on, he was going to get a 6 out of 10 for that Wow, well, that's actually good for you. Yeah, yeah, thank that's you. a big praise, yeah, isn't see? it? Yeah. See? If he was to hear this, he'd be feeling quite giddy. Yeah. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be glowing. He'd be absolutely <laughs> he, emanating he, with he, joy. He should be. He, he should be. He's a... Uh, he put in a much better shift than he ever has yeah. done. No, seriously, he, he to me, um, he looked like the Sonny Luca I thought we were going to sign last season. Uh, season late, really. Um, I mean, obviously, he's still got the odd classic Luca moment in him. But he looked a lot more direct and we were playing more to his strengths. And yeah, I just thought it was a real solid performance from him and the team as a whole. Yeah, definitely. Um, it looked like we had a plan. Completely. And I saw, it was interesting for me because whilst I did not see the game live, shamefully, I should have been at the Medeski, but I wasn't for reasons I won't divulge. Mm. Um, for me, as I was going along gauging the reaction on Twitter live, it Twitter really seemed like a different place too because people were quietly, cautiously optimistic about how we were playing. Um if a criticism that's been levelled at Clement before now is that we haven't really been playing with as much of an identity, that word, um, then good, because I, th- I think he's being more pragmatic and flexible about how we're playing. We're not doing the yap stand thing of this is our plan A and we don't have a plan B. 
Um, I thought just by being that little more direct on Friday uh, and going forward where possible and breaking quickly, it just improved us leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. Uh, Definitely. I mean, we seem to have a plan of just sitting and defensive. That makes it sound like it's negative, but it wasn't. We seem to be quite compact throughout the whole of the game. I don't remember Derby having that many chances. They obviously had the goal, which he should have saved in the uh, second half. Minoni had an absolute nightmare there, really. Then you had this goal and they scored the second goal. I thought that was a really good goal. Yeah. They're going to concede a goal. I mean, yes, there were a, few, a couple of small errors there, probably. Tom Lawrence's but, header was amazing. What a header, though. Yeah. yeah. Looping. And they had another chance where maybe they should have scored. But if you're going to restrict teams like Derby to actually two really good chances in a whole match, yeah. you I, feel yeah. like you've done actually a pretty mm. good job, I think. I, I thought we made them look very ordinary in the first half. Yes, first definitely. half, we were... I mean, yeah, our, our, our energy was really um, stopping them playing we it wasn't just there. that it wasn't just energy but there was energy which was really good to see but it was also we seemed to have a shape yeah. which meant that we could push up at the right time and we also had some decent passes which Bob Varsin should have scored yeah, yeah. definitely if, if and players can... Swift was much further up oh, the pitch on that I think we really did catch Derby with their trousers down really because I think if they were expecting to come out and be able to walk all over us because of how passive we were last season because of how tenacious and tighter we were getting to the Derby players th- this time round, um, it really caught them by surprise because we we were fighting more for every ball. Players mm. like Swift, you would never have seen put in a tackle last season, yeah. or very rarely. Yeah. Swift was, um, when I watched it back, Swift was putting in a load of tackles. Myler was very deep and was doing the dirty stuff and helping break up the play, much mm. better than a player like, say, Vandenberg or even Evans would do, I mm-hmm. think. He was yeah, he was much more combative. And that also let Kelly do really a bit of what he wanted to do. So even the improvement in the midfield after one game, for me, was just really, really pleasing to see. Yeah, and you're adding someone like a new signing at Yadam. I think yeah. he helped Aluko. As well, because with Gunter, he's too passive and mm. he doesn't want to go forward enough with a forward pass. Yeah. He's too sideways. Yadam wants to go forward all the time, yeah. which brings its own risk. Mm. And you saw that a few times he mm. gives away the ball cheaply, but, but you get the benefits. It's great to have another option because obviously Gunter's out of the team at the moment through no fault of his own. He's injured. But Yadam, much more direct, much more attacking minded. And whilst they do have their own qualities, I think that really helps on Friday because Derby were just not expecting us to go out with them like we did. And Bodvarsson, like you say, could have had a hat trick. Yeah. I know he hasn't played a lot of pre-season and he probably wanted to play a sort of an established Bodvarsson inside rather than a slightly unfit Sam Bulldog. But I imagine Bulldog will be in there sooner rather than later. Um, possibly even McNulty. So... Uh, I, I don't know it's it's really odd for me to come away from a loss feeling as positive as this I don't know if you feel the same yeah no the, it was it was. I mean I saw you on the way out Paul but it was like I can't we can't complain about it it, no. was, it was the performance was there it was Definitely. we deserved at least a draw I mean even Frank Lampard said so afterwards I mean he's not going to lie about it he seems like quite an honest bloke yeah, when definitely. it comes to football so he knew he got away with one um, and their Derby players will know they got away with one as well because at times we were literally all over them which is mm. the improvement in the style mm. of play now where we are we are um, 
and I said it to you before we started recording, it's a bit like Liverpool light. If you look yeah. at the Liverpool players, they chase down every ball mm. and they win balls and then they mm. go and they counter-attack. And yeah. we've got the players who can do that. Barrow can do that. He was doing it on... Well, Luca as well. They've yeah. both got the pace, haven't yeah. they? I mean, I don't think Swift is slow no. as well. Mailer is not going to be that player because he hasn't no, got that. But he's no. never going to be the one pushing forward. Mm. But then if you had someone uh, like a Bulldog in there, you then got another player with pace yeah. as well. And he's a team player as well, Completely. from what I he hear. Works. He, he embodies the Reading characteristic of being a hard worker, which I know is something we've looked for in a Reading player mm. in the past, but he's also married that with an eye for goal. He's not slow by any means. I, mm. I know he's not absolutely lightning, but he's quick enough and he's he's got promoted before. He was an important part of the Brighton team that went up and whilst we're not looking at getting promoted at the moment, we're just looking to establish ourselves this season, he's surely a good player to have around the place. Yeah. I mean, I... In, in Barrow and Aluko, I think on paper, and as we discovered last season, the paper isn't the be-all and end-all, on paper we have two very good wingers if we play to their strength. Oh uh, Yeah, 100%. If Barrow, I mean, Barrow's been, I thought he played really well on uh, Friday night and he got the Sky Man of the match. I would say he was, if he was to get injured, our season would be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> but, I think he was robbed of the player season award really last Yeah, yes, he yeah, was. Yeah, I definitely. mean, with, 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 without <laughs> him, where would we be now? We'd be yeah. a League One, I think. Yeah, which so, is why it worries me so much to hear that Leicester may or may not have been sniffing around. Yeah, that no doubt be we'll, good. No doubt we'll get on to transfer shenanigans by, yeah. later. By the sound of it, I think it might have been his agent going to a publication in Sweden and saying, let's, let's put his name out there. Some well-known Swedish yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think if I were to boil down the most pleasing moment for me on Friday, it was in the build-up to Bodvarsson's goal, where Barrow's cross, Barrow got the ball, ran it along the line and instantly put in a very good ball. Whereas I think last season under a different manager, he would have either gone square or gone inside or passed it inside mm. or turned back to see where his fullback was at. But instead he got the ball, was thinking, right, I'm going to make a chance out of this. Put in mm. a fantastic cross and Bodvarsson, who's good in the air anyway, scored a great goal. So more of that, please. So, so the, thing with, yeah, the thing with Bodvarsson is if you put the ball in the box, he's, there's not many defenders are going to be able to stop him mm. winning a header. So it's right. it's brilliant tactic. I mean, I would I would like to see Bordock playing off Bodvarsson myself. Yeah, it would mean probably dropping a Luco. I would say, or mm. possibly Swift, which is a, a touchy subject, I know, mm. but. Um, I think it's about time we have the, the, the big man, little yeah. man combination it's again. It's just already. nice to have options, isn't it? Because yeah. after starting the summer saying, oh God, we need a striker, as we always do and seemingly have done for the last five years, all of a sudden we've got options up front and wingers who appear to want to feed them. I mean, in Bodvarsson, who scored 10 goals last season, and Bullock, who's got the pedigree, and McNulty has come off the back of a fantastic season at Coventry and has got a point to prove, all of a sudden we've got three attacking options up front and one of them has got to come up with goods for us, surely. Surely, you would think so. I mean, another thing on that goal, we had two players in the box. Swift was also there as well. And so many times last season, Swift would have been almost in between the halfway line and the goal. Yeah. In all, during the whole way through that match, he's much further up and he was affecting it. I just think that if you can keep him fit for the season for most of the season he's going to have a much bigger impact yeah, than say Liam Kelly I, I, think, I think he's he can, a better player yeah. and I think that if you have him with Barrow and Luko I think they're, they're going to work well Yeah. I mean, I, know, I think it drives some people crazy that Aluku keeps on cutting inside mm. but that's the way he plays and yeah. if you've got Yadon yeah. you've got that player who's going to go the other way because this is what he had Fulham with Fredericks mm. they mm. did that so often 
But with Gunter, you don't quite have that, no. I feel. I mean, let's see. It's one game that we've seen Jan play. Yeah, yeah. You know, I remember Massar. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. You can't get too excited. Yeah, it's with it's one early match. days completely. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, if I were to pick out another two positions to, for, for me to have a better idea of where we're at after the game, I know that people are still unsure about what's going to happen with Moore. But having seen Ilori play mm. as well as he did on Friday, I'm less concerned about that now. Yeah, he was good. Because yeah, regardless actually. of whether yeah. Moore goes now or not, I know that if Ilori plays like that for a season and is in the squad consistently for a season, I think we'll be all right. Um, another position which I'm less confident about now is the goalkeeping situation. Yeah, Manone. I know yeah. Manone dropped a howler. And I know at the time everyone was saying, well, why have we signed Walker in, in his spot? Now that kind of makes more sense to me because if we were to be brutal enough to drop Manone, now Walker can come in. Whereas I don't think we would have wanted Yarkola to come in. No, probably um, not. I mean, I saw Walker on uh, Friday night. He is absolutely massive. Yeah, he's he is, I mean, like I don't know what he's like. Though, yeah. <laughs> just well, no, just massive. As yeah, all. but I don't know what he's like as a goalie. But I mean, from Colchester, they seem to say he had a mistake in the book. Who knows? I mean, they also said they liked him a lot as well. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't see us dropping Manoni after one match, no, but no, he no. is a concern because he does have those. He's we've seen it on quite a few yeah. occasions it, now. It's, it's going to be something that affects the other players, the, the defenders mainly. Well, I watched it back on the TV, and you see the reaction of um, Aluko yeah. and McShane uh, after the goal, yeah. and. It's just, it's just yeah. thinking it's, thing we've put all this effort in which they had completely yeah. and it's just gone the thing with, with Manoni is, Manoni is just decision making I mean he he tried to both punch it away and catch it at the same time mm. it's that just, just that decision making that he can't he seems to just like something goes goes wrong in his head before he's about to do it and then he did, just didn't either in the end it just went yeah just, I don't just know how he, yeah it was, it, was, it, was an odd, it was an odd goal to let in it was really bizarre equally followed it up when the score was at one all mm. with a fantastic save. yeah which like, makes no sense does it so, but in the, in the end it sort of counted for naught because mm. I know we lost in the most cruel way but had had the score remained as it was and he'd made that save you know it's I know we're saying that he played a decisive role in us losing now that we have lost but it's all about perspectives really I, I, I certainly don't think it's Manono's fault that we did lost at least did, did lose yeah. <laughs> did we, lose we did lose <laughs> on Friday we Twitter did talk yeah. <laughs> you're going straight um, <laughs> we did a loss bruv yeah. Um, it, on Friday, I don't think it was necessarily his fault entirely that we lost, but it's just raised a question mark for me. So. He, he was a worry last season a little bit as well. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. I know. I know against QPR, he was the hero. Um, but he, I mean, I remember the Ipswich home game. He was really shaky near the oh, end. Yeah, but the whole team was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that wasn't just him. I, I wouldn't just, like to pin I, that just on him. Yeah, <laughs> we love you, Vito. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, 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 I know he's had a he's had a rough old year. Oh yeah, we, we can't forget that. But, um, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's true. But he's uh, he's definitely a concern. I think probably one more mistake like that. He, I think Clement's yeah. quite ruthless. I think he will he'll give Walker a chance. I would say. I think Walker will definitely mm. play against Birmingham next week, for example. Someone who definitely thinks that he's ruthless is Darren Bent. Oh, Not a fan. I'm glad. Not you a fan. That. Not well, a fan. I'm. I'm, I'm Quite was, a response on Twitter, yeah. though. I'm glad Clement actually said something because not many, not many managers would say anything. Well, no, that's what I would chip in and say: is mm. how refreshing is it to have a ready manager who does not mince his words? 
Yeah, definitely. Especially off the back of, say, Yap Stam, who... Mm. The weird thing with Stam, and I know we should stop bringing Yap up because he's gone now. So coming back, Jacob. I tell you what, watching Derby, it was like watching Yap Stam. Oh, yes, it was. Absolutely. It was a lot like watching us it last was, season. Like I was getting flashbacks. Mm. It's awful. But they the, were going nowhere. The thing with Stam is that for a supposed hard nut and, you know, intimidating presence, he would always beat around the bush. Always. And it's quite refreshing to have a manager in Clement come out publicly on Twitter and not really cause as much of a scene about it, just reply directly to the tweet and say it as it is. For those mm-hmm. of you that haven't seen it, um, Darren Bent accused Clement of setting his Derby team up to fail because he abandoned his tactics from pre-season halfway through the season. And Clement retorted from his personal account saying that um, it uh, was not a hard decision to drop a player who was... Um, what was it unfit and overweight yeah unfit and overweight or lazy and overweight yeah which is fantastic you want to hate you want to hear your managers sort of come out and call a spade a spade in my opinion if you're going to go on TV or on Sky and say that about someone yeah. it's, well I think it's yeah. fair enough people but, say oh he's a professional manager he shouldn't be doing that but well, hang on he's not bringing Reading into that but a, a, nothing his previous employers a professional player shouldn't go on tele- live television and, and clearly with an agenda and say what he said he should well, he should be a bit more diplomatic about it and say if you're going to give a, it out you yeah, have to yeah, take it back yeah, at some a, point and Ben doesn't have a club at the moment Ben is no. a free agent has not retired to, to my knowledge is looking for another club and if another manager why. looks at that and thinks mm. well god he's just slagged off a former employer live on television I mean it's hardly the, setting yeah. out a great advert and, itself, the, and the thing it? is if, if Ben's working hard and looking good in training well, Clement's going to play him so there's yeah. obviously something went wrong so, oh, so something wasn't right so. completely petty but yeah, yeah that was is. another thing to come from Friday so yeah strange yeah I mean I feel so positive after this I asked about um, what do people think of the performance on uh, EPR3 and um, it was still positive which is good to see I mean there's obviously some people who weren't positive and it's at this point that my uh, computer decides to crash Okay. Uh, but I got it back. Oh, I got it back. I got it back. I got it back. I was bricking it. Yeah, this frankly. is the advantage of doing it just kind of live in no editing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, the positive ones. Obviously, one here from uh, Mr. Nath as oh, he sat here. Fight is back, which is summed up nicely. Lapse of concentration from Dave Stevens. That was really it at the end. We looked exhausted. Ian one eight seven one is uh, gave me hope. Mm. Um, uh, probably the best one is promising, unfortunate, and gutted. Yeah, it's probably it, really, isn't it? Because it was promising. It, it was a little bit yeah. unfortunate. I'm never quite sure on luck, but it did feel a little bit unlucky to lose. Mm. Yeah, at the I end, mean, but it, for me, the the thing with luck, I think I've said it recently as well. Mm. But we, when Reading have been at their best, they've made their own luck in that they've been ruthless enough to score when it matters. And that is construed as luck when I don't necessarily think it is. But for us to say that we were unlucky on Friday, I don't think we were. Because we had the chances and we just didn't put them away. Yeah. No, no, this um, is probably what I was thinking. So, I, I don't know. I, th- I think it will come. I think the, the more we win, the more ruthless we will be and the easier it will be to find a way to win. But we are off the back of a dreadful season. Yeah. And I think some of that is going to sort of inevitably yeah. linger I, into I, this season. I, I think after Friday, I can say 99% certainty that 
it won't be as bad as last season. Like oh, you, just, you can just tell from oh, I don't the, know. you can tell from the the way we're going about it now. I hope so. There's something, there's something I really, there. I really, really hope so, but I, can't I don't know. If I mean, you, if you clip that bit of audio, Paul, and yeah. then play that back on the EPR relegation special, in May, <laughs> yeah. uh, of Nathan oh, saying don't it'll be it. better, it'll be better. I think, yeah, I, I, you say this because you know you won't be here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm fleeing the country quite literally. I'm off to Wales, so good luck, everyone. I hope, I hope it's fantastic. Fantastic season for you all. Um, I'm going to be doing my best not to run into Neil Warnock on the streets. Will you be enjoying Premier League football at Cardiff? Ah, but I'm not that much of a Judas. (laughs) No, no. no. I think hopefully he'll still be doing some stuff though. Once a royal, always a royal. (laughs) Definitely. I think he'll still be doing some stuff for the site though through different mediums. Yes, watch this space. Yes, yes. You can definitely come to the Swansea game. Oh, that, my brother's staying on my sofa for the Swansea game, so I'd hope that I'd be at the Swansea game. <laughs> yeah. So some of them were not obviously a positive about it. I mean, most of it really kind of sums it up with better than expected, which I thought it was. Some people say more crap. Which I thought was a harsh. little bit harsh from Berkshire. Oh. Harsh. Um, yeah, not very good. Mm, some people saying that maybe uh, veto should be dropped, but I think after one game. Can't do it after I think one, you don't yeah. you can do it after one game. So. Especially, I would say most people are quite positive about it, which is good because it's been a long time since I've done one of the EPR three things. There's been any positivity? Mm. Mm. I would say I probably think... the last one was maybe Sunland yeah. away, and that is a long time ago. That was that November, December last year? I think it's my positive. Wow. Positivity debut today. I think it is. I don't think I've ever seen your things. No, There's almost a glow round you, isn't there? <laughs> there is. There is a hope of redemption for us all if Nathan yeah. can decides that it's a new season, yeah. it's a new him. That's almost like a new song now he went there. It's new. I'll never sing again in the podcast. Yeah, before last <laughs> season, I always used to be quite positive, but it's last season just. Straight wiped me out. Joy just out, wiped me out yeah. from from nearly the beginning of the season to the end. It was just yeah, it's done now, and I think you've got to put it put it behind you and uh, go in with a clean slate. Dare I say that it's like having a new signing on the podcast, having positive like it, names it rather is. than like it's a whole names. new thing. So give it give it two thing. weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting until the next couple of games, and we'll see it. how that goes. We'll, tra- with that. we'll transfer you out in January. Yeah. You're not yeah. up to snuff. That's fine. Yeah. So now we move on to uh, transfer deadline day, or as it's more commonly known in Reading, Bushwatch Day. Hey, it's now Bushwatch Eve. So, twas, anything? Twas the night before Bushwatch. What, it is indeed. Yeah. What is your plan for tomorrow then? I'll, I'll be honest with you lot, um, because since the EPR podcast is a place of candour and honesty, um, I'm not absolutely glowing with optimism for tomorrow um, in fact it's probably the least I've looked forward to a deadline day in quite some time because I feel like all eyes are who may go out the door rather than who may come in because all of our or some of our supposed targets um, such as uh, Courtney House from Wolves is a prospective loan deal I highly doubt that Wolves will sell him to us on a permanent and the loan window closes in a month so mm. knowing Reading Football Club as I do and as you two do um, I wouldn't imagine that he'd come in to the club if at all until um, well after tomorrow so in terms of permanent deals we're looking at Liam Moore is he going is he staying if he does stay then what's his fate going to be is he going to linger in the 
youth squads until January and then be sold on the cheap. But what's going to happen? Phil, that probably won't happen. I think he well, might come back in the first team. Yeah, you'd hope so. Not like um, Vanderberg. He was moaning about that. Oh, don't I got demoted I'll to tell you what, as, wow. as somebody who is half Dutch myself, um, to hear Vandenberg come out and slate us as much as he did. I mean, I know the he's, Dutch aren't yeah. ones for mincing their words, but it was it was pretty disappointing for me. He's got a nerve yes. to complain about anything. He had a good living over here for two years. Wow. Well, um, yeah. And he, he did all right at, the, at this club, I think. Yeah, uh, probably. I mean, that's a mutual thing, though, is it? We agreed to the deal and everything. But mm-hmm. to attack the club and, and the way that he did, he knows how it works in professional football. He can't be surprised by this. I can't remember the word that he used. Uh, it's like a Dutch expression that my, my dad occasionally uses around the house quite frequently with me. But there's a very specific Dutch word for goodbye that you use as sort of like a derogatory okay. goodbye. And he means, like a uh, toodaloo or like off your pops. Or yeah. And he yeah. said that in his interview and I thought, well, Joey, that's just, you know, not really on, is it? It's a bit better. Okay. Um, mm. But anyway, away from Vandenberg, because I know we're fond of talking about him in some capacity. One um, last thing on that. I hope he didn't spend too much time with the under-18s uh, because yeah. it might affect their play going forward and that is a bit of a worry. Yeah. Central it's, midfielders, they need to be rebooted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet that was a casual training session, wasn't it? Oh, I bet. Just imagine the awkwardness of being under 18s with him, though. Can you imagine how much or how little you would learn from Joey Vandenberg? Imagine his attitude player. during it as well, though. Oh my God. He's probably yeah. nut this poor child. Yeah, just yeah. kicking him up in the air every every two seconds, just booting him over the fence. So, uh, previously departed Dutch midfielders aside, I fear that the shadow of Liam Moore is going to loom large over Bushwatch tomorrow. Um, one that I'm less concerned about going into tomorrow is uh, Mo Barrow. Because whilst it would be a disaster if he did go, and I know that Leicester were sniffing about him, Leicester have also signed a much better winger, in my opinion, in so-and-so Gazelle. Because if yeah. Monaco, they left for Monaco. Yeah, um, so I, I can't see him going. I don't no. see the need. No, um, I don't think he'll go. I can't see um, Liam Moore. I still think he's going to go. I yeah. think that's going to be one of those last-minute ones. I think that is why I think that Courtney House might come in tomorrow. Yeah, because I think that's going to be a last-minute one. Yeah. The, 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 like Jacob was saying earlier, with the loan window opening a bit later, they don't have to worry so much about House because they'll be all right for the weekend mm. with McShane and Delory. No, so, I think they so want to get him in because otherwise, once one of them gets injured, yeah, they don't have to panic so much on that one because it's a loan and the window's mm. open. They can go. We've got a little bit of time. That's true, um, but we do know how coach journeys affect Reading players. Oh yeah, so yeah. you need to be yeah. ready for that. Massive Honestly, spinal yeah. injury. This gone on for so long. This Courtney thing. I know what you're saying about bringing him in later, but yeah, I, I think Liam's got to be going. So, surely. I, I mean, I still expect him to go. I think people have sort of got their mourning out the way yeah. people have braced themselves for him going so it's sort of a formality at this point if I, in fact I think it's more of a surprise that he hasn't gone yeah. now I agree because it all hinges on Brighton doesn't it they're not they're not stumping up what we, yeah, what we want no so. one's budging and in many ways that's reassuring to know that we're not just rolling over and bowing to pressure but at the same time I, th- I think he's kind of made his own bed more. I, I mean I think I read it was the, the first offer they made was something really derogatory it was like 3 million or something yeah. stupid I, I mean, I'm not going to sell him for 3 million I come don't, on I don't begrudge him going I don't begrudge no, no, him no. going what I do begrudge is the timing of it but that's football and I, if that's what he felt he needed to do to push it through then it, it struck me as one of those things where he's, he's gone 
I've seen who's coming over the summer. We're not going anywhere but mid-table. I'm, I need to go. But it might be more than that, though. It might be promises that have been made to him by the club that we don't know anything yeah. about. It's, it's just conjecture. Yeah. And yeah. they could have said, we're going to sell you at such a point, and it hasn't happened. Or it could be one of those things where they say, we're yeah. going to sign such and such, and we're going to buy so many players, and we're going to improve this. Yeah, it could be that as well. We don't well, know. I think it was something like yeah. someone having a word behind closed doors and saying, right, we'll sell you for the right price. And if Moore's seen what is being offered and Moore's thinking, well, surely that's the right price yeah. and the club's eyes is not, then something's got to give. And I get why Moore would have done it. He's, he's got a track record of it, though. He did the same at Leicester before he came to yeah. us. He went... Yeah. Um, and we, we profited from that. Yeah. But. He'd be aware it's not the perfect timing, though. I mean, no. he knows that. So he would have considered that before he's done it. He's, he's, yeah. got he's, enough, he's got enough credit in the bank, though, I think, to get away with it once. Yeah. I think if he... If he, if he comes back and yeah. he's, if he isn't sold tomorrow... People will soon get used to the fact that he's still here. Yeah, yeah. completely. You know, they're not going to. We're I mean, not the vast sort of, majority of people. Anyway. I mean, as as hard as it is to believe, judging by well, all of us lot on Twitter, really, um, Reading fans don't really hold grudges for long unless they're like Matt Mills or Harold Sakani, yeah, Futcher or someone. But yeah, um, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I think Liam is going to be an interesting one tomorrow. There is enough movement on the cards for it to be a semi-exciting day, but I'm not holding my breath. Another one is who's that chap from Swansea? Jay Fulton. Yes. Yeah, the kind I, of George Evans replacement, yeah, isn't I it? I think if I were to nominate a name that I'm most um, expectant to see, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. Because it makes sense because you've got the Clement links. It's a like-for-like replacement with Evans. Um, it's not a spectacular signing. It's very, very low risk. Yeah. Very low risk. I would expect him to shuffle in through the door. Very Although he did, he did play most of the game for Swansea the other day, which was yeah. encouraging in terms of he's obviously got some level of ability. I don't think uh, Swansea fans are enamoured by him. <coughs> no. But, no, yeah. but I suppose that's Premier League. You, I'm, I'm trying to put a positive spin on it there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't think he's going to be a signing that would uh, light us up, yeah. I feel. We've got to, yeah, like you say, um, you've got to remember that we're coming off the back of a season where we've finished 20th in the Championship and we're really sort of picking at scraps. You know, yeah. We're not going to make no. any great shakes on deadline day. And mm. If it happens, then great. But I'm going in with the expectation that we're going to do nothing and then if something does happen... Uh, then great, you can get champagne out, everyone. So, Are you accepting champagne this year? Uh, I accept alcoholic donations in any form. Any form? Any form, oh, okay. within reason, as long as it's not like WKD. As long, and as long as you consume it responsibly. Oh, yeah, we are not... Um, we're not advocates of uh, binge drinking on the no, no, podcast no, no, no. Can I say I am? Uh, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> well, that's, uh, 100%. I'm, I'm sure Ian, Ian once turned up with mojitos out of his boot, didn't he? Yes. Yes. yes, several times actually. Ian, if yeah. you're listening, as I hope you are. It's not long until Reading uh, Festival as well. Yeah, indeed, it's mojito uh, season. Right, yeah. folks, as an urgent plea really, um, a charity appeal... Um, if you do have a spare moment tomorrow and you fancy popping down to the Madstad to entertain a madman in a bush uh, with gifts or no gifts the, the biggest gift of all is your presence really so come down get involved Bushwatchers for the people oh God. Um, you've got Bob Geldof on us <laughs> I know it's like Band-Aid isn't it <laughs> um, please do I know that I'll be disappointed if I don't see Paul um, I'll be there Nathan be I'm there. also expecting you to show up at some I, point I work right next to it so I, I, I kind of have to oh, there you go. <laughs> kind of so, yeah it's a right passage but please seriously folks um, it should be a good time should be it's meant to rain but don't let that put you off 
And uh, come on down, it's Bushwatch. Come on down. Come on down. down. It's wow. Bushwatch Eve. You've got, yeah, wow. You've got all the, all the catchphrases now. <laughs> I've been reading up, clearly. God, yeah. yeah. I asked on uh, your Twitter account how much do you think it was spent tomorrow, and uh, 60% think zero. Oh, wow. I think that's a pretty I fair... I, I think I also voted for the zero. Too, yeah, so I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're, you're totally right there. I think Jay Fulton's the most likely, because we don't have to sell anyone to no. get him in. no. And obviously, if we do sell Liam Moore, other options open up. I mean, we're constantly being linked with Madison at Peterborough, but only a really tenuous way, yeah. which but, looks oh, like a massive clickbait. We, we are now, we are now well, favourite sport to sign him. Yeah, this means nothing. Favourite it means nothing. Sport. That's such a small market. Favourite sport. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, great. I, I, what did I, you tell I, I, me earlier? Was it two to two one? Two to one. That's nothing. That's, I, 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 you put five pound yeah. on and I can affect I, that much. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be betting. No, I wouldn't bother. No, I wouldn't yeah. bother on that at all. So I think tomorrow, I think it's all about um, Bushwatch more than actual new arrivals. Yeah, yeah, well... I mean, we've been going a long old time now, folks. I think we're approaching the five-year Bush anniversary. Wow. So um, let's try and make it an exciting one. Can you at least try and doorstep Gorlo? Oh, honestly, I feel like this happens every time we get a new manager or new management at the club. Just as like one set of people have got used to me, <laughs> such as, I don't know, Brian Teverden, Nicky Hammond, Nigel mm. Atkins, Brian McDermott, just as they've sort of realised that I'm an all right human being they get sacked and people come in like Clement or Gourlay and they think who is this nutter so I'm going to do my best to not get arrested but if I do please can somebody chip in for my bail thank yeah, you I'll, I'll put a fiver in excellent that's fine that's, fine. <laughs> that's it that's, that's probably hard I'll take what I can get you've got to do the annual posting of the Nigel Atkins photo as well because that, <sighs> that's still the greatest thing that's ever happened I in peaked. Reading Club I peaked Reading that. Football Club history that's, that's still the best thing I've seen that <laughs> is absolutely brilliant if somebody is listening to this podcast such as I don't know Brian if you're listening Ron if you're listening I would accept anyone to turn up at the ground tomorrow. Anyone. Like a cheap old loan signing, you know, under the radar. Simon Church back in. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Even just, though he's retired. He's retired, yeah. Get him in for a week, cancel his loan after a week, just sign somebody so that I can rescue my reputation, get a photo of anyone, give it to the masses, and let's be done with it, please. It's been I'm on a real drought. We haven't taken a picture of anyone. We, on haven't, Bush, we, we, we have not had anyone mm. since... Um, what was that guy who came in on loan? Um, the guy from oh, QP, QPR. Yeah. Much. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan Much. in the car park. Much, that was, I was there for that. Yeah. That was the last one we Jordan got. Jordan Much was my last wow. snap, I know. That is... That is you can't leave it there. No. That is a real down in loan fact, point, isn't I think it? Wow. all three of those loan signs on that deadline day turned out to be really... Piss poor, if you don't mind. Oh no, it was no. Oxford Reese. Uh, it was Reece Oxford. It was Reese Oxford. Backwards. Imagine calling your child. Hang on, hang on, that, that, that was just Oxford absolutely Reece. awful, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, Reese Oxford, Lewis Grab, and Jordan Much on one day. Oh, Lewis Grab wasn't bad. I think Lewis Grab must played that position. Yeah, yeah. he played as a centre attacking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he was. He's better than Yaps down masterclass. That was. Yeah. Stop mentioning yeah. him. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, no, let's not. Let's not, let's not go you back. You start to that. them off on Twitter. No, no, they do it anyway. It makes a difference. <laughs> They're going to do it anyway. 
there'd be all kinds of rumours tomorrow how are we going to sign this player and that player how Liam Moore's done this or not done that and yeah. Mo Barrow's off and they've seen him in the back of a mini and he's <laughs> off to Leicester why do you reckon a... Mo Barrow drives because I don't think he's a mini man I reckon he's no probably not I think he's more no. of a Porsche Ferrari yeah, I, think he's, he's a I think he's got a sports car no. Mo if you're listening what car yeah. have you got yeah. Yeah. answers on a postcard yeah. we are open to lifts to the games and, yeah. <laughs> and did you get it from that lovely uh, lease company that does all the Reading players cars? oh the Kuna select, select Car Leasing they're yeah, a good yeah. company oh very they? good company Select <laughs> this Car is, Leasing this yeah, is not nice. a sponsored podcast <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we like them a lot yeah, they're, they're an excellent good. company they're really good all of my non-dealings with him is, they've been very good <laughs> you're all your money <laughs> yeah. so let's move on to the game on uh, Saturday we are playing Nottingham Forest did anyone see the match last night? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, Forest were very good for about 80 minutes. Um, very much like us. They seemed to get very tired. They made a few substitutions, which seemed to invite pressure on them. And West Brom aren't a bad side going forward. Um, so West Brom got in the game. Uh, I think I think it's going to be a tough, real tough game for especially first half. I think Forest will come on quite strong. And they've got a lot of pace about them, a lot of skillful players. I mean, they went out and spent... I think 15 million on, on a player for Portugal. Mm. So that shows you the kind of what we're up against in terms of clientele yeah. on the pitch. But if we can get a similar performance to how we did on last Friday, I'm going to be... I don't think we're going to get hammered, put it that way. I think we might have suffer a narrow defeat. Um, but I, I think... I, I still want to, I want to come out of it encouraged. If I can do that, then I'll be all right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we go there and get a draw, that'd I think that'd be a great result. Yeah, yeah. Um, get a point on the board. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, I want to be positive, but um, I saw the, some of the first half and they were, I mean, Forrest weren't amazing, but West Brom defended quite well. Yeah. They did zero going forward in the first half. And I do worry about us defending at that level mm. because they, Forrest have got momentum. Even though they've only yeah. got a draw, they, there's a belief because they spent so much money. If mm. I were to get all philosophical about it for a second, I feel like Reading are at their best when they have the element of surprise on their side. Um, I think in I don't want to mention his name again no, but no, in no, Stam's no. first season at the helm nobody... see, I'm going to start putting a fine on this every <laughs> time you put mention it. put a pound in a box <laughs> every time you, I mention it. can you have Stam. a little buzzer that goes yeah. every time I knew I need a klaxon again oh, <laughs> or a trap door open up yeah. underneath my seat or something in Paul's living room um, so in his first season in charge nobody was expecting us to be good ergo we did well same with the season we got promoted under McDermott. Mm. Nobody was expecting to pull up trees, and we did. Um, I think now that we're not being tipped this season at all, and that we're off the back of such a dreadful season, and that there are green shoots of improvement, I really don't think we've got anything to fear going into Forest. I think it's earlier enough in the season to still put down a marker. I think a point would be an extremely positive result. I just want to see us go and do what we did on Friday against mm. Derby and put in a performance for nine minutes and sooner or later be it against Forest or anybody else the results will come so yeah. I'm not worried about the weekend at all I'm slightly worried um, not so much about the defeat but the next game as well because we've got Villa away the game after oh. and to lose three in a row would be quite that's um, true that's true yeah. it's, 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 it's a tough start for us it really is Yeah. because um, then we've got I think uh, is it Blackburn on a Tuesday night, away, yeah. again. Yeah, but let's not worry about so, that. Let's, let's, it's too far, isn't it? Who knows what's going to happen in between then. So, the, I think Foresters, yeah. oh, they don't look unbeatable. I mean, I watched the second half quite a lot of that, and 
took very little yeah, for... They're, they're, a, they're a team that's still coming together. I think yeah, exactly. It took very much, very little for West Brom to get back into that yeah. game. I looked at how Forest were after they conceded the goal and they reminded me of Reading. They kind of thought, oh, hang on, we could get a good result here. And subconsciously, they sat back. I know they mm. almost scored what Don Godman called would it have been the goal of the century. Oh, the century. It was completely mad. He's, he's, never, he's never been wrong, has he? Don't no, know, no, definitely Gubman. not. Not my favourite person, possibly, Don Gibbon. No, he doesn't <laughs> but, like us much, I'm does sure Don Gibbon's <laughs> glowing with praise for McCleary's goal against Queen's Park Rangers in about 2012-13. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a fantastic goal that McCleary scored. We won mm. 3-1, but it was not like to be played on replay reels until the end of time but Don Goodman nearly wet his pants yes I think he's well and truly in the sky mold of um, uh, over embellishment yes yes I guess there are many words that can be used (laughs) (laughs) like that was uh, possibly the most appropriate but if you look at the players that they've got you've got Lewis Graben who I think we just discussed briefly I think he's much better than what we had here. I mean, yeah. We played him in ridiculous positions in yeah. midfield. Central we played midfield. him out wide. Yeah. It's just horrible. I mean, last night he almost scored a uh, was it last minute. It was off the line. Mm-hmm. He almost scored a header there. That's Lewis Grabbing. He doesn't do a hell of a lot during the game. Yeah. But put him in front of goal and he takes he's, some chances. He's a good championship player. Yeah. I just, just with Forrest, you look at them and you think, yeah, if you can get a goal against them, I think they're going to feel that pressure because they, they might have got these players mm. in, but they still haven't got a really great team. No. An, an early still early. Us, an early goal for us is going to be very would be very good. I just want to see, like Jacob said, I just want to see them put in a proper shift mm. yeah. and not to roll over if we were to concede an early goal. Just come away from the game thinking, actually, I've seen a performance. Yeah. We'll lose a draw. To get into the habit of putting in a shift again. Because yeah. I feel like last season, there were so many games that were just foregone conclusions yeah. from really early on. Really, Where it's like early goal to your position, it's like, right, next 90 minutes, we're just not going to bother. Mm-hmm. And I just really want to see us get into the habit yeah. again of trying to match teams. I just, I just think it's such a, we've got such a low bar at the moment after last season. It's mm. such an easy win for the players. Just if they put in the effort... Yeah, the supporters are going to well, go with yeah, That's a basic thing as a fan, yeah. though, isn't it? You get, if you're going to put in the effort, like you could say, even with players like Alupo last season, there was a point last season when you didn't really feel that. Because he lost all confidence. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, I wasn't going to say he wouldn't care. He was almost like he just had enough. Just mentally, he looked drained completely. Uh, yeah, but this season, he's got a new start and he, he did well. Mm. I, so, think, I think we've got better players to come off the bench as well, yeah. as in they are our own players mm. this time. We've got they didn't do great on Friday, though. It, but, I'd, but I mean, I'd rather Mate comes on and p- throws himself about wins headers than what we mm. had with Chris Martin last season, oh, who yeah. did nothing. Yeah. If Chris Martin is your benchmark, well, We've, we yeah. haven't really <laughs> mentioned Mate, have we? But I thought he was excellent on Friday. When I, did, he came I, on. I thought he was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another player like you say, Nathan, who might be nice playing up front in a tee. I want to see more of Bulldog against Forest. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, I can't judge him on that. No, no, no. Yeah, I really do want to see more of Bulldog. I wouldn't mind Mater getting a run out, be it off the bench or starting. Um, I, t- I tell you who I worry about is fitting in his McNulty. I worry about where he's going to come into it. Yeah, maybe he's going to gonna... be sort of our Lafondra perennial bench player. Is he going to be happy with that though? That's well, the thing. I think he probably will be. He was in League Two mm-hmm. last season. He's playing in the Championship theoretically. Yeah, yeah. he's got to be better, hasn't it? Yeah, I guess. It's better to sit on the Championship bench than the League One yeah. one, isn't it? I just don't know where he's going to come in. You know, but like, if he comes in and he gets a couple of goals, say say if he comes on in some part of a game yeah. when we need a goal, he comes on and Bob Varson's still on the pitch. Yeah. He's going to need that other player alongside yeah. him. 
Mm. And then he'll start the next couple. Yeah. yeah. It's only like a Lafondra. So it's one game. Yeah. I think the um Carabao Cup game has come at a good time as well because it will give give a lot of those players a, yeah. a chance and we'll get to see them as supporters. Yeah. Your Walkers, your so, Penalties, yeah. your Matos. So we're, we're going to get yeah. to see that firsthand, and that's the, that's their chance. That's yeah, the no, this is a vital game for those kind of players like Walker because last season we had Jacoda in the season before. He's been here for two years now, hasn't he? Sadly, was he just one? Yeah, and no, he's been in for two. a couple. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he played okay in the league cup matches, but in the actual league matches, mm. he did come in a difficult time, definitely. Yeah. But horror show, yeah. that one at Wolves. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I think in summary, I'm I'm looking forward to a Reading game for the first time yeah. in a while, a long while. You know definitely. What? You know yeah, what? I've got optim- yeah. I've got optimism, even though we lost. I'm going yeah. in and thinking of we got an away match, and I think we might have a chance. I, I want to be proved right, though. I might go. I'm actually going to do might, it. I might actually go. No way. Yeah, I might. Really? Hold yeah. the phone. Nathan yeah. Salad. <laughs> wow. Well, because it's not... My t- football team that I run, our season hasn't started yet, so I can get to these games now. It's, it's, yeah. it's, do it. Do it. It I might can, be a famous... 5-1 and, and, and don't tell anyone but Nottingham's got Hooters as well which is, which is, which is really good for a pre-game meal and that's got no, nothing no, nothing to do with me is that what you enjoying there the food yeah you can't say don't tell anyone and then announce that you're going on a Hooters bender on a podcast you can't do that my best female friend used to work in the Hooters in Berlin. Really? Yeah, yeah. And she said all the clientele always commented on the food. The chicken wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all they're interested in. I'm only yeah. there for the food and the sport. Yeah, and the yeah. sport. Oh, yeah. say no more. Yeah, say, say no, no more. more. Nice, nice, yes. You've, you've taken it to that place, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's me who takes it to that place. So it's quite cool. new, new season, new podcast. You told me you booked it, Jacob. So. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not booked in for the Hooters <laughs> in Nottingham. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to book to go to a Hooters? I've never been. It helps. Don't be so innocent. <laughs> Don't be so innocent, Jacob. <laughs> no, so we'll see how we go. Hopefully, we, I'll probably have the same tactics. I'm talking about the tactics. We're going to have, hopefully, at some point in the next few weeks, whenever that is exactly, I don't know, some tactical videos from uh, Alex Everson, who's uh, going to be doing some work for um, this site so looking forward to that should be good yeah I think it'd be good it's mm-hmm. good knows okay. a lot more about football and the sport in general than I do for example who's just an idle speculator really no yeah. no he's really good I met him uh, a while ago and he was uh, yeah should be good to see how it goes I have faith in Alex I have faith we all do <laughs> yeah so thank you for listening you probably might even be a couple of you that haven't listened before. I mean, they go off on a bit of a tangent, but that's the way we are. It's the so, way we are. The yeah. Reading's finest unedited podcast. Yeah, yeah, that, that's how we're, yeah that's that money is in the post. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm welcome back. Yeah. He so wants that kind of Huma's rap to marry, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back uh, next week. Cheers. <laughs>